Well, we live in a world where batting 249 in a season, yep, the last season, Got it. Uh, earns you a 13-year, $330 million contract. That's awesome. And the Phillies are going to have to find out the hard way, <laughs> as the Washington Nationals did, that Bryce Harper is not going to win you anything because he disappears in October. Yeah. I'd rather have cheaper players <laughs> on shorter contracts who actually perform in October. Well, did you hear he actually turned down another contract? He turned down a few. Yeah, it was, the Giants. I, he turned down one from the Dodgers. It was $180 million for four years. Yes. He would have been getting paid $45 million a year. Mm-hmm. I know the Giants. Wait a minute, what? Something like that. What did it, you it just was, say? It was a temporary. Shut up, John. What? $45 million a year. But wait, what, how long was the contract? For four years. Okay. Yeah, but what was the total amount of the contract? 180 or something like that. Because okay. I thought you said 140 to begin no, with. No, I said 180. Okay. Calm down. But, I'm uh, tired. Yeah. Bryce so, Harper's not that good. Bryce Harper turned down 45 million a year because it wasn't long enough. But now... Well, let's be clear. No one's that good. 13 <laughs> years, 330 million. No. My ass. Like, but now the Phillies are stuck with him. For 13 yeah. years. He has no opt-out. No trade clause. He has a no trade clause. And he's just gonna. Is it? Do you know if anyone's guaranteed? I think most of it is. It, no, it's is all it? guaranteed. It's all guaranteed. It's all it's guaranteed. All guaranteed. This guy could just say, "You know what? I'm retiring. I'm done. <laughs> Peace. Thanks his, for his the money, si- though." His signing bonus for this year was twenty-five million dollars. Yes. Yeah. Stupid. So that's three hundred and fifty, like five plus million, right? You said? Did you say twenty-five million or twenty million? Yeah, but it goes toward the actual yeah, amount of the contract. It does. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oof. So. But, like, the fact that he could just at any point go peace <laughs> and still get paid. Bryce Harper, I challenge you to do it in October, which, I don't know, maybe you wouldn't even get there with the Phillies. That'd be something. They just you missed the playoffs great. completely. What I, what his, I, his, war, his war, which is wins above replacement, is 1.3. What I really It, it was 1.3 last season. In his career, it's 27.4. They don't really have much of a window with him, if they have a window with him, because, as you said, he does, he does tend to, like, The source disappear. 538... Uh, argued that Bryce Harper's already passed his prime, that his best days of baseball are behind him. I mean, he had that, that like, he had that one great year, but he's has he ever really had, Yeah, in like, 2015, he was 22 years old. He had uh, 42 home runs, 99 RBIs, and 118 runs. This man's had over 100 RBIs only once, and it was last season. He's only eclipsed the 30 home run mark twice, and it was in 2015 and last season. But uh, his batting average last season was subpar for him, being at 250. He's not worth this money. He was an all-star last year somehow, even Nobody though he really it. shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah I know. I, listen, name I mean, listen, there's a sucker born every minute. And I respect the hustle. He got the money he wanted. He and just wanted that that contract to be the to biggest in, in MLB history. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he just wanted to be that $5 million more than Stanton. Now, is there anyone else left that... Uh, no. No? There's no. no one else left that can make more money than him. This no, year? not this year. Yeah. Trout can next. Trout, yeah, Trout. I hope Trout resigns with the Angels. I'm talking to Kyle about this. If Trout hits that unrestricted free, if he hits that unrestricted free agent mark, I could totally see him getting in the 400 million range because he that'd he's be ridiculous. Better. Mookie Betts he's is a better player than Trout too. You would say he's better than Trout. Not Trout. Mookie Betts is better, better player than Harper too. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's not worth this kind of money. And when he's thirty-eight, and when he's thirty-five years old, I'll give him because he's this contract still he's thirty-eight. Let's say when Harper's thirty-five years old and he's hitting two home runs a year, uh, Phillies, what are you gonna do then? 
There's no reason to sign a player for 13 years. No reason whatsoever. And they can't Ticket trade him, sales. Right? That's it. No, they can't. He has a no trade clause. There's no reason in my eyes to sign a player over eight years. This is just even a, then it's kind of a stretch. This is just like a publicity thing. It's a ticket sale stunned by ownership. Yeah, even when he's bad, it's Bryce. He's Harper. not even that great right now. He's a good player, but I mean, do it in October, bro. He's still gonna put asses in the seats. What? 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 He, what? He's still riding that hype off of being Mr. Uh, Sports Illustrated from 16 years old. He's yeah, still riding I, that hype. Yeah. yeah. He's still riding the hype of being the most highly touted baseball prospect, basically, of all time. Yeah, that's that's all I was saying, but... But let's take a look at the stats that actually matter, because regular season baseball does not matter. Exactly. Uh, in 19 playoff games, he has five home runs and 10 RBIs. His batting average is 211. It's not good. He's never reached an ALCS. So once again, do it in the playoffs, Bryce Harper. All that matters is October baseball. Regular season baseball does not matter. Yeah, that's him at 16 on the Sports Illustrated cover. I mean, obviously his stats are not the best, but isn't it a team game? Too? It's a 16-year-old? Yeah. Jesus. But when the pressure's on and the bright lights are on and you got to perform, he can't. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, look at Reggie Jackson. What about him? What's he remembered for? Nobody gives a shit about what he did in the regular season. Mm-hmm. What's he remembered for? What is he? What's his nickname? What's Reggie Jackson's nickname? Mm-hmm. Trish, do you know this? I don't know. I, don't know I think so. I want to see if John knows it. John doesn't know it. I, I do not know it. Is it Mr. October? He's Mr. October. Yeah. Oh, shit. What was Jeter? Mr. November. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, it is. I thought, okay. I thought it was Mr. November. They're both known for their playoff. Like success, yeah. So yeah. I've seen some bad contracts. Um, you know, it doesn't quite... You know, it kind of does, actually. This reminds me in the NHL when the Devils signed Ilya Kovalchuk to a 15-year, $100 million deal, which would have brought him until he's, I think, 41 years old with the Devils. Why are you signing a player into his, like, 40s or late 30s? There's no point in doing that. There was, There's no point. If I was a team, I wouldn't offer it to him. You would think teams would be smarter with their money, but... No, but they don't care. I mean, look, with, with Kovalchuk, he was supposed to be one of the best of all time, and then he just left. Which I feel like Harper is gonna do. I feel like Harper is gonna play maybe five years and then just say, Meh. "No, he's gonna sit. He's just gonna sit there." He could totally demand the trade, though. Yeah, Why he would he? Yeah, but like, uh, I'm a saying, gonna, Bryce Harper doesn't take care. That. Bryce Harper's not looking at. Bryce Harper doesn't care about winning. Yeah, he does not care. He just he cared just, about the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now that he has it, I'm sure he'll like try and make it work in Philly for a few years. But you know. You know what's going to happen is if they keep losing, his rep's going to take a hit, and so if he needs to make if he wants to, if if he wants to make a move, he definitely could because he'll still be getting the money. Is my point? Yeah, but John, who's going to take that hit? Three hundred and thirty million dollars. Granted, you, at that point, it'd be it, a couple years in. There will always but be that's some still sucker, like thirty-five million dollars a year. There'll be some. Sucker. Any team that has a poor attendance is twenty-five million. The Mets. Like <laughs> there it is. I'm still surprised <laughs> the Padres got Machado. I just want to say that money. again. Pa- yeah. There's, the Padres aren't winning in the next couple of years. And do you see Machado on the Padres in like more than I don't, four years? I don't, no, he's gonna. No, it's no. not gonna make me want to watch San Diego Padres games anymore. I barely no. want to watch baseball. Well, John, you know his contract. They can come back in five years and decide he doesn't want to play on the team anymore and just leave. Oh, he has. The, it's not all guaranteed for him. No, in, oh, okay. in five years there's a uh, a reevaluation of his contract, and he can decide to just. No, leave. It's, it's not a reevaluation. He no. can just opt out of it. Yeah, oh, it's oh. an opt out. Yeah, so he can okay. just leave if he wants to, and he's not going where he wants to go with this team. He can just go bye. 
Okay. So, and then we talked, I talked about this with Kyle earlier. We talked about Trout being a free agent after this season. And uh, Kyle said he wants to see him go to a bigger market. And in my eyes, that's what the problem with baseball is. A lot of these smaller markets do not have a chance to sign a big-time free agent. It's really the problem in most sports. A lot of these smaller markets do not have the, pro- uh, the chance to sign a big-time free agent away from another team. I, I can only think of one real major time where it's happened. That's only because LeBron wanted to go home. Yeah. That's why the Angels have to put all their eggs in this basket and try to get Trout to come back. Like, and I think they will. I, I personally think he will resign with the Angels. They will break the bank. Just you can't let him. him get the free agency. Yeah. You cannot. No matter what. Yeah. That, ha- that has to be the one thing you avoid is letting him get the free agency. Mm-hmm. I think they will resign, and the contract's going to be monstrous. Well, now you got to look at what DeGrom wants because I think with the Mets, with what just happened with Harper, DeGrom's going to demand a lot of money. That's a different position. He's not going to get that yet. Yeah, pitchers don't get that. Early. Yeah, but still, it's, you know, like, DeGrom's still going to want more money. Now that Harper signed and getting money, what what would you think about a salary cap implemented in baseball? That'd be awful. I mean, right now you kind of see, like you're saying, with the major markets, it really comes down to whatever. It would owner give has smaller deep- markets more of a chance yeah. to get some talent. Right now, it comes down to whatever owner has the deepest pockets, exactly. and so brings a little bit more parity, like you're saying. Right, so but I that's mean, how it's been since the beginning of baseball. Yes, but that's how every sport was at the beginning, and then they ev- yeah. they evolved. Yeah, well, baseball happened. baseball refuses to evolve with anything. Yeah, I mean, until the seventies, a player couldn't be a free agent. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. I don't think a, a salary cap would really work in baseball at this point because you you have too many players getting paid way too much. Not a salary. It, it's still only yearly. It's still only a yearly salary cap, like in every league. Okay. So Harper only count for like thirty million dollars toward the salary cap this year. Yeah. Let's say you make the salary cap. Make it around the NFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now maybe a little less. There's only 20 guys, not 53. Or oh, there's 40 guys. So maybe like 160, 170, and only have salary cap numbers be MLB contracts. But if you call a player up, he has to fit under the salary cap. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta like look up what's the average like uh, payroll for like the average team? M- MLB team, and, 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 and not, then like base it around that, you know. <laughs> Not every team has this massive contract on their books. Yeah. No, but like you look at teams like the Yankees, like the Mets, or like yeah, like the Mets now, like the Red Sox. Yeah, like, the Red Sox are spending two hundred two million dollars on twenty on their twenty five men. That's the twenty five man payroll. They don't still have the highest payroll, do they? Or is no, they the do. Yankees, they do. No, they do. Yeah, they do. Two hundred twenty one. I know the Yankees are close. Aren't the Yankees they? are at one ninety eight. They're twenty. Yeah. They're twenty two million dollars. Twenty three million dollars ahead of the Yankees. Yeah, so... And the lowest payroll, Tampa. Small market. How much is that? That's funny. 51. Jeez. Yeah, but they're going to have to pay Judge soon, aren't they? Yankees. Yeah, but that's not a problem with no salary cap. It I'm, would be I if know, there was I'm one. I'm saying if soon they're going to pay Judge and it's going to be for a stupid amount of I money. would like to see a salary cap so these smaller teams like a Tampa Bay have the opportunity to sign a free agent away. Yeah, but I mean, you look at what the Marlins did last year. And not the Marlins. Mariners, right? What about the Mariners? Didn't they have the lowest salary cap in baseball? Payroll? Right now it says it's the Rays. The Rays? Well, that's who it was. Didn't they make the playoffs last year? No. Who did? Was it the Mariners? They have a low one. Whoever it was, they had a really low salary cap and they made the playoffs. But I'm just saying it's doable. Like, it's salary yeah, cap isn't everything. If you could just throw money in a problem and win, then the Yankees would always win more than they already do. 
it's a, it eventually you're gonna see lightning in a bottle and the teams like the Royals are gonna win a championship it happens once every few years. Then, yeah, I'm still not over. It. Didn't they win against my Mets a couple they years did, ago? Yeah. I'm still yeah. not over that. That was awesome. So baseball is usually always behind with this stuff, and the, you can see it in the evolution of the game. They don't want to implement a pitch clock. They don't want the game to get faster. Well, they they're actually talking about cutting the uh, commercial time down, the time between innings. They're talking about cutting it like 35 seconds. I hate it when a pitcher stands on the mound for like 25 seconds and then throws the ball. Yeah. Going well, on. I mean, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying like time between innings. So like when they come off the field and come back on. Right now it's at like 2 minutes and 35 seconds. That's not that bad to broadcast. me. That, that doesn't seem like the problem to me. I hate the – the. I like that they shorten the amount of mound visits you can have. Yeah. I, I would like there to be a pitch clock. I like the fact that they want to change the rule that I mean, yeah, yeah. every every pitcher has to pitch the three batters because I am not for a pitcher coming in every other batter because he's a specialist on that hand side. If you're a professional pitcher, you're supposed to be you should be able to pitch to a batter no matter what side he's on. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean you can't really clock a pitcher because they never really have, and it would it would uh, throw off his game. Well, you gotta you gotta evolve. Yeah, but it's, it's like when they put the shot clock in basketball, you have to evolve. I know, but that's different because you're. It's the passing has to get quicker. It's not like guys were sitting there and lining up their shot and then shooting for thirty seconds. Well, t- let me tell you, a pitch clock wouldn't be for this era of pitchers currently in it. It'd be for the next one coming up. Eventually, we would see probably in like eight nine years, we would see a, a batch of pitchers who yeah wouldn't well, you'd know have anything to, about it. Yeah, you'd have to start implementing it in lower leagues, exactly like high school and college, and get these kids used to. Okay, I have you know twenty seconds or fifteen seconds to pitch this ball, but some of these guys have long windups, and they have to think about what they want to throw. There's a well, lot. I, th- that goes I think into the I think the pitch clock is implemented that uh, you're good as to once the pitcher starts his windup. Uh, okay. Like a pitcher can't just stand there, step off, stand there, step off again, and then yeah. pitch. Yeah. That's what you're really trying to prevent. But also that that also gets to the psychological part of the game because a pitcher will try to mess with the runners that are on the base. Yeah, I also don't like that a uh, the batter can call time whenever he wants to sometimes. No, that's awesome. That's how you get in the head of the pitcher. Because a pitcher will get in a groove. It slows it down too much. I, I just hate how, I, ba- I how slow it slows it down, but it's, 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 it's a strategy in the game. If, if you're playing man. against a pitcher who gets into a groove and you call a timeout, that helps you exponentially as a batter because now it throws the pitcher's groove off. Baseball if you is... notice that a pitcher likes to do one, two, three really fast, if he does one and then you step off, it'll piss that pitcher off and he'll sometimes throw more wild pitches. It's a really effective tool for a batter to use. Well, there is some problems, I believe, with Major League Baseball when it comes to popularity of baseball. Uh, yeah, last, last year, attendance did dip below 70 million uh, for the first time in 15 years. I don't think baseball is insanely popular with young people the way it used to be. They attract more toward a faster game, a more exciting game. Right now, I think the big thing is basketball. Still, I think football is always going to have that market. But I mean, it, we're, we're coming into a time where it's all about the speed and what catches the eye, and baseball just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think you need to change the game. It's a timeless game. It's it's been the same way since you can go way back, and it's still the same game. That doesn't mean it can't become outdated. Yeah, I, I like the. I like that though. It's been around for two hundred years, and it hasn't changed, and it's still going strong. I don't think you need to mess with something that people still like. 
Like, yeah, attendance has dipped a bit, but well, you're still getting teams that can well, there, afford there, to pay this There much for are players. those baseball purists who believe you shouldn't change it, this, that, the other thing. Okay, and it was just under $70 million this time. What happens when it dips under $50 million and then $40 million? And you still got the baseball purists who say, we can't change it. It's been around for too long. You got to evolve at some point. Yeah, I don't think you need to change the game dramatically, though. I'm, I'm just talking little things to speed up the game. Yeah, but how fast do you want the game to go? Faster than what it goes now. Because, like, when it was popular, I think a game was two hours and, like, 20 minutes an average game. Now it's, like, three hours. Yeah, it shouldn't be over three hours. Or three and a half hours. It shouldn't be like over that. three. It's too much. So I think I, I only, could, I'm not a huge baseball cut, fan. I really only tune into baseball the last three innings. That's all I care about. If you could cut baseball down back to it's like two and a half hours like back in the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s that's how long it was because there wasn't commercials yeah a lot of that was commercial that stuff yeah. if you can cut it down to that I think that's fine even in the 80s it was like an average game was like two hours and change like it really wasn't very long the problem is things are becoming so commercial now every sport has that problem the NFL it takes forever to watch a football game because they stop every so often to you know for TV timeouts is what they call them. Yeah, but... <clears throat> Same thing with hockey and any other sport. The NBA. You, you stop the sport. Well, the NFL doesn't stop the sport just for a timeout. No, it's usually on like a huddle. It's a change of possession. Yeah. That's when they have it. Or, but, after sco- or during an injury. Yeah. But like in, in the NHL, it's a stoppage of play. Every under, five minutes. Yeah. So... And it, then basketball is the worst with it. Oh, my gosh. Basketball, there seems to be a commercial every, like, minute and a half. A replay. Yeah. Like, they, it, they do yeah. picture-in-picture ads, too. So, it, like, it takes forever for all these sports because of TV timeouts and stoppage in plays and all Yeah, but stuff. with all the other sports, it's fast. It's a fast-paced it's game. Fast, you can't it's make... fast when there is no TV timeout. Like, the seconds without the TV timeout at least fast-paced. Yeah, but how but do you make baseball I, fast pace? I I don't know. That's why it. It's not a fast paced sport. It's it's supposed could, to be slow. Could it be so crazy to think that 150 years there is no more baseball? Maybe just because it's not exciting to the next group of people coming up. I mean, I still like baseball, and I know a lot of people that are very strongly, you know, fans of baseball in, in our generation and younger. It's it's not. I don't think it's going to die just because it's a tradition, and. You know, people love it the way it is. Just, you know, all its flaws, how slow it is. I think it's something nice. It's a relaxing thing. You go out for a couple hours on a Saturday or a Sunday or something. You go watch a game. Sometimes it's on, like, you know, what's during a weekday or whatever. Yeah, it's like America's sport. Yeah, you sit down, you have a beer, you watch the game, or you sit down with your kids and you, you bust out the Cracker Jacks or, you know, peanuts or whatever it is. It's It's a... I think in today's world, that's just becoming too outdated. Cause that's, we're, that's we're, just, we're not... It just shows how, like, slow, I guess, people are getting. Like, people's attention yeah. spans aren't long enough. Yeah. We need moment-to-moment action. And, and we... I think that's a problem. I, I don't think you need to have a sport where everything's in your face all the time. I think baseball is perfectly fine. If you go to a baseball game, it's enjoyable to watch. Watching on TV is a little hard, I'll give you that. But when you're there and you're it's actually, a great experience. like, with the game, it's, it's a good time. Like it's it's not, it's not like it feels when you're on TV and you're watching. And you're like, oh my god, it's you're there, you're excited. You know, you, you start feeling the energy, the the crowd, and the game. And I think that's why baseball doesn't need a change. It's it's it is the way it is, and that's it. It's how it was designed. They should bring back home plate collisions. 
That I agree with. Yeah. I think it's stupid they took that away. Uh, it's only because that one catcher got hurt. I think he yeah. was a catcher for the Giants. It was like a barely. He broke his leg or something. Contact sport yeah. before, and now it's just a. I would like more uh, benches clearing brawls. And then uh, yes. charging the mound. Yeah, I'd like more of that. Uh, I want more fights in baseball. <sighs> yeah. So you want the MLB to be more like hockey? I want every sport to just have more fights. I want more Ron Artest going to the stands and fighting people in basketball. Listen, I want Rondo CP3 a rematch. Yes. Part two. Yes. That was, that was, that was my favorite moment of the season. Still. Yes. Yeah, that's the, is that Buster Posey? Yeah, Buster Posey was the Giants catcher who broke his leg. Yeah, but that's just a stupid rule to me. Yeah. It, it, no charging the mound? I mean, no, that, I mean that, that's a collision at home plate. I mean, that, That's a rule that's literally been in place since the beginning of baseball. <laughs> Like, I think they should bring that back. I'm in favor for that wholeheartedly because it's an exciting play. It's it's yeah, it's, well, it's you more. You can ex- knock the ball out of the catcher. It'd be hand. The, it's the only play I think in baseball that's more exciting than a home run. Is the home plate collision charging? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely awesome. So let's take it to. Because now you can't steal home. <laughs> well, yeah, you still can. Yeah, but it's harder. It's so yeah. hard, yeah. Unless the ball goes past the catcher. But or the you're catcher, that fast. Yeah, but if the catcher has the ball. And you run into him, and he drops the ball, and now you're safe. <laughs> yeah. And technically, you still can run into him. He just has to. I forget no. what the rules. He has to be like clearly not like, clearly blocking your ability to get to the plate. Technically, that's a rule at any plate. Yeah. So if, if a first baseman yeah, you can run through the first base, base yeah. pass, you can run right through him. I wish I wish more people did that. Well, no, they do. If, if you, I wish it was a more common occurrence than what yeah. It was. No, but like if. That's just because but MLB no, players know not to stand in the base path. Yeah, but and it, usually if there is a player standing in the base path, base path today, they'll go around it, and then technically that's out. And the, no, they'll go around the player, and the the coach now will challenge the play, saying he was in the base pass base base path, so he'd be safe. Yeah, because if you deviate from the line, John, I know you don't know a lot about baseball. Oh, I know plenty about baseball. No, you don't, John. Yeah, John, look at yourself. Yeah. Well, then tell me you know more about baseball. I didn't say I know more about baseball. I said I know enough. <laughs> I don't know where we're going for this. All right, let's move to the ice. All right. Let's talk about the two hottest teams in hockey. They played each other last night. They're the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> oh, I thought I'm sorry. No, I'm not talking about the Islanders and the Leafs. That okay. was awesome. I'm talking about that to John Tavares' return to Long Island. <laughs> the Lightning up. and the Bruins played each other last night. Going into last night's game, uh, neither team had experienced a regulation loss in the month of February. Yeah. And only one team remains now. That's the Boston Bruins. They won last night. What was the final score? 5-2? 5-2. Is it a 10-game win streak now? Uh, no, the Lightning went in with a 10-game win streak. Uh, okay. The Bruins made it through all of February without a regulation loss, and they were 11-0-2 in February, securing 24 out of possible 26 points. The only points they did drop were in shootouts to the Rangers and the Blues. <laughs> oh, they won 4-1. Okay. It was 4-1 Bruins last night. And that was with the Lightning coming off a of back-to-back. That was a tough back-to-back for the Lightning. Yeah. Having to come into Boston. Well, I mean, yeah, but the Lightning are just a ridiculous They had to back team. up in. It wasn't Vasilevsky. What's their record now, the Lightning? The Lightning have... Uh, They've already hit 100 points on the I season. I think they have 102 now. Best yeah. in the league right now? Oh, yeah, by, yeah, far. by far. Yeah, they have 102 points in yeah. 65 Tampa games. Bay's, They're 49, 12, and 4. Tampa God, Bay has been good for the past couple of years. The yeah. Bruins are 38, 17, and 9. Which still is amazing. 85 points at this point is still ridiculous. Yeah. So, what sucks is these two teams probably, uh, they're not going to be able to meet in the Eastern Conference Final. No. They're going to have to meet in the second round. Yeah. That's going to be one hell of a series if it happens. It'd be cool. I'm, I, 
if the in a perfect world, neither of those teams will make it out of the first round for me, and the Eastern Conference Finals will be Toronto versus uh, the Islanders in the Eastern Conference oh, we Finals at that. Nassau Coliseum. That would be awesome because that would be ridiculous. The atmosphere last uh, last night. I thought the second round of the playoffs wasn't being played in the Coliseum. I know. Let's be honest. That's what's what happen I was here. saying. Lou Lamorell is going to cut a deal and say, what are you going to do? Exactly. <laughs> so, let's say Eastern Conference Final is just a whole... Because last night was a playoff atmosphere to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it was. John Tavares makes his return to the Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> this oh, is his man. first game at the Nassau Coliseum since 2015, since I think game six of the playoffs against Washington. John, since, they were throwing plastic snakes They moved him. to Boston. That's great. In warm-ups, they were throwing plastic snakes on the ice, as Trish just said. And then a fan threw, his threw jersey. a jersey at John Tavares and just missed him. Just missed him. Oh, it would have been so great if he had hit him. Oh, this fan threw it. It came right behind him. Uh, if it had hit him right in the face, because it was head level, it would have been hilarious. And this is during warm-ups, though, still? No, this, this, is, when he came off, this is when he came off the ice for warm-ups. Yeah, he was oh coming off God. the ice. Someone to just make matters worse out. for him, they did the Islanders did do a tribute video for him, and he got booed through the yeah. entire tribute video. Didn't he say something at the end of it, and they were still booing him? He, uh, no, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything? No. Okay. And then, to make matters even worse, they got killed by the Islanders oh, last like night, 6-1. Six six yeah, oh. it was bad. Yeah, the Islanders fans were just screaming, we don't need you. And who's your daddy? And <laughs> this was after blowing a one-goal lead, too. Oh, God, and I believe so the turning good. point in this game was when the Islanders made it 2-1, and then shortly after that, the Lightning, uh, not the Lightning, the Maple Leafs scored a goal to tie it, and then uh, it was called back on an offside. Yeah. And then the Islanders just went with it and scored basically at will. Won the game by a mile. The Islanders are doing really good this season. Yeah, they're a very good team this year. A very scary team in the Metropolitan Division. I, they did lose tonight to Washington 3-1. Yeah, but I still wouldn't be surprised if we saw them in the, in the Stanley Cup final. This was, uh, tonight was actually the first time this season that the Islanders had lost the second game of a back-to-back. Jeez. They were 10-0 coming into this game. That That's insane. stupid. That is ridiculous. That's just dumb. <laughs> How do you do that? It's the coaching. It's all Barry Trotz. Yeah. No team can lose their best player like that and just set the league on fire. It, I, a good draft by Lou Lamorello and a amazing coaching performance this season by Barry Trotz. He's going to win the Jack Adams for the effort he's put in there after losing John Tavares. Yeah, he's he's really good. That, now, that guy was the Washington coach. Yeah, he was. He was year, the head right? coach of the Capitals last year. He won his first Stanley Cup uh as a coach last year with and the Capitals. Went, I'm done here. <laughs> yeah, and then his contract was up, and they were trying to work it out. Couldn't come to an agreement. He left, went to the Islanders. And uh, they if they win a Stanley the Cup, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Do the Islanders have a better record than Tavares' team now? Uh, uh, it's close. I know yeah. it was close going into last night. I don't know about that, John. I must wonder. The the Toronto Maple Leafs have 82 points, and the New York Islanders have 81. Just Oof. remember, John. The Maple Leafs should be way better. They should, but they're underachieving. <laughs> the Islanders, because they have Matthews and a bunch of other ridiculous talent on that team, other than Tavares. Tavares. Down year, though? Well, Maple Leafs are still 31-21-4. Yeah. Oof. That's still ridiculous to have 82 points in, no, at, yeah, in March 1st. No, yeah, it's good, but the Islanders shouldn't be doing as good as they No, the doing. Islanders shouldn't be in this position. They shouldn't be They shouldn't be tied for first in the division. They shouldn't be ahead of Washington. Uh, Carolina wins tonight to gain the three seed in the division, 
Carolina's on a streak. The Blue Jackets, after making all those trades at the deadline, are now falling off the pace or in fourth place and tied with the Penguins, who did yeah. lose tonight in overtime. It was just... It's just nice to see this team back on Long Island succeeding and not in that shitty building in Brooklyn. That also might be why they're doing so well, too. It's Because the home ice atmosphere in the Coliseum, I've heard, is there's, ridiculous. There's now two arenas that have the best... That are basically tied, I believe, for the best home ice in the NHL. It's Winnipeg because the fans are on top of you. It's the second smallest building now in the NHL. And it's it's built like the old arenas where the seats just go up. And they're, yeah. it, you, they feel like they're on top of you. And it's also the old barn in Long Island and Nassau County, the Nassau County Veterans Memorial Coliseum. The old concrete arena where the sound just bounces off the concrete and is the loudest arena in the NHL. Yeah, it's... The reason they're not allowed to play there anymore, John, mm-hmm. is because the league said you can't seat enough people. Yeah, they're short oh, by about, God. I think, 500 seats. It's seats. it's like nothing. They should yeah. just let them play there. It's not even like the Islanders fans were complaining about getting a new stadium. Mm-hmm. Which the they are getting. They are getting a new arena. Yeah, the league said no. <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous. So now Lou is in there, and he's worked out a deal where they're basically playing all of their home games there. Oh, that's shit. So, Bless it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how this comes down to uh I think also the move to Brooklyn is to try to get more fans for the Yeah, Islanders and it team. didn't work. It did not work at all. Barclays Center is not a good arena. No, not for hockey. For basketball. For basketball, it's yeah. fine. It's a nicer, like, when it's you go in, it's It's still the smallest arena nice. in the NBA, too. Is it? Yes. I think it's nice, though. I think it, I, it I like it nice. basketball. I like the seats. It is nice. Like, it's nice when you walk in there, everything is nice and clean, and it's like, Cool, but for hockey, John, nah. there's a section there's you can a lot, sit yeah, in. A lot of it's obstructed view. It's obstructed. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't see the ice. Yeah, I don't think the nosebleeds are the best seats there. It's no, not I've even the nosebleeds. It's yeah. it's floor seats. Yeah, you take a wrong step in the nosebleeds, you're going to fall and kill yourself. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, I've been up there. Yeah. So, mm. hopefully they play the rest of the playoffs. If they go past the first round, which I think they will. Even though right now they're set up for a first-round matchup where they believe Pittsburgh, and they've played some tough series in the past. Yeah. Some real tough series, the Islanders and Pittsburgh. A lot of benches-clearing brawls there. Let's move on to the NFL Combine, which opened today. The most highly touted measurement, I believe, in the history of the NFL. I cannot believe how Kyler much this Murray, has been hyped up. Kyler 5'10 and an eighth of an inch. We're going to compare him to Russell Wilson because he clocked into the combine at 5'10", 5'8", of an inch. And then hand size, uh, Kyler Murray has 9.5-inch sized hands, and Russell Wilson had 10.25-inch sized hands. So he is a little undersized. How this is going to affect that, I really don't know. It's not going to affect anything. We saw how he played. He's still going to get... Taken as the first quarterback in that in this draft class. I don't know when he's going to get taken. I think if first uh, overall, if Arizona doesn't take him at number one, and Arizona is meeting with him, yeah, yeah which is Arizona's going to take. If Arizona doesn't take him number one overall, he will not be the first quarterback drafted in this class. No, uh, it'll Haskins be Haskins will be, and by the Giants. Yeah, if the, even if the Giants have to trade up to get him. Yeah. You, you don't think that I could see the Giants trading up to the Jets, right? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, the Jets three? have announced they are they could be looking to move the pick, which yeah. is smart for a team that doesn't really need a, a player that high in the draft. They can trade back and just gather some picks. We need some linemen, offensive linemen. That's what I want to do. I want to trade down and get your pick, John. Linemen, 
You don't have to say line men. It just sounds weird. What? You said line men. Do you line really men. not okay, notice any, what any, you said? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the Giants need linemen too. Yeah. But they need a quarterback more. Yeah, definitely. So That's why I think the plan is if the Giants don't well, trade up. If the Giants don't trade up and somehow teams trade up above them and Kyler and Haskins gets taken, then it's draft alignment. Yeah. That's the next yeah, step in that. Yeah, 100%. But I don't see that happening. I don't see both Kyler and Haskins getting taken. Well, if Jacksonville trades up and if Arizona takes Kyler, there it is. Yeah. They're going to both get taken, of course. You think Haskins is not going to get taken? He's going to get taken. A lot of the teams that are above the Giants right now don't need quarterbacks. No, that's why I think uh, Jacksonville is a prime team that could trade up. Because they do need a quarterback. They're moving on from Blake Bortles because Blake Bortles is absolute trash. Yep. And they're going to try to draft a quarterback in this draft. And if Haskins, I think they'd like to take Haskins, and I think they'd like to take Kyler too. So if that means they have to trade up to get somebody, I think if Arizona drafts Kyler, somebody has to trade up. Yeah. The Giants probably will. I heard a rumor today that they were interested in that other quarterback, Daniel Jones. The Bulls just beat the Hawks in quadruple overtime. Oh, God. 168 to 161. Zach Levine had 47 points. Trey Young had 49 points and 16 assists. Damn, Trey. Yeah, how many how many minutes did uh, Carter end up playing? Oh yeah, I, Vince I, Carter I, was playing forty minutes last time I we saw, checked. It was bad. Yeah, he's the first. Vince uh, Carter played forty five minutes. Jesus. And they wheeled him out. He's on the stretcher. Yeah, the first NBA time. player since Carl Malone over forty to play over forty minutes a game. Jesus, it's gonna yeah. kill him. Yeah, he's gonna be sore, feeling this one in the morning for sure. So, yeah, Kyler Murray, uh, if he is the first quarterback taken, yeah, but I believe if if Kyler Murray isn't taken by. Arizona, it's Arizona gonna be really takes, strange to see where he goes. I think if Arizona takes Kyler, they're gonna be trading their quarterback. Oh, they have yeah, to, yeah. Starter. yeah. Oh, yeah. So why not trade him? That's that's where the it's Giants start. could possibly the pick Giants are could be an option, or, or Jacksonville could be an option. Yeah. Or another dark horse team I think you see trade up to number one is Miami. I think Miami really loves Kyler Murray, and they would yeah. be willing to trade up and take him. And I think that number one pick in Arizona is definitely up for grabs. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know, because that head coach of the Arizona team. Cliff Kingsbury. Said in an interview, I think it was like last year or two years ago. When he was the coach of Texas Tech. He said, if I could take uh, Kyler Murray first overall, I would. Now he's got the first overall pick. Are you telling me he doesn't want him? Oh, it might might not be what he wants. Yeah, I know. I understand. It's it's all up to the GM. I mean, did you hear what he said about Rosen the other day in that interview? They asked him if he was the quarterback of the future, and he said, well, yeah, for now, for now, for sure. If you Imagine saying that to your wife, now, for sure. That does not just, like, bode well for your confidence in that person. I mean, I think they're going to eventually, I think they're going to stick with Rosen. Uh, it would be. It would be, I, th- I don't think the general manager, this, this was the general manager's pick. I think he's too attached to him, and. I don't think Rosen's that bad of a quarterback. I personally don't. I mean, I'm, you can't you can't guarantee if that his performance last year because was because did, he did was you bad see or the offensive line? Did, did you yeah. see the offensive line? It was a little he bit had of no both, time. Though. I think like they both had equally well, bad years. Every other quarterback they stuck in there didn't do anything either. That's true. Sam Bradford didn't do anything. When does he ever do anything? Oh, that one half a season with St. Louis and then he tore his ACL for like the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's look at some other things from the combine today. I talked to my NFL draft guy, Bobby McLaughlin. Told him to give me some uh, news and what happened today at the draft at the combine. 
Uh, let's look at Elijah Holyfield, son of heavyweight champion of the world, Evander Holyfield. Yep. Running back from Georgia, I believe. Yeah, Georgia. He messed up. Oh. His 40-yard dash time. Was. 4 7 eight. Yeah. Slowest among running backs. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Tony, I'd like to see you run a 4 7 eight I'm not a running back, and I'm not trying to be in the NFL. I understand. I'm just saying 4 7 eight is still impressive. Not for a running back. It's not for a running back in the NFL. I understand. So, do you want to do your 40-yard dash time? Is this the next thing we're doing? Is this the free throws again? No, no. I'm saying that's impressive. 4.78 for 40 is ridiculous. I want to see Trish run a 40-yard dash. I I really do now. I think my 40-yard dash would probably be like a minute and a half. (laughs) I just want to know if you can beat Brady's. That's all I want to know. Probably like a 6.20? Yeah. I think you'd be in the 6s, 7s. Really? 40 yards isn't far. Yeah, but still. I want to know what the slowest of all time was. What was Kelvin Benjamin's draft combine? <laughs> you want to know Kelvin Benjamin's 40-yard dash time? Yeah. He wasn't that fat then. Uh, he I was wanna... still big, but he wasn't that fat. I want, I yeah, want to know, what his, on, 40, I wanna know like what his 40 dash time is now. He ran a 4.61 at the combine in Indianapolis. I want to know what it is now. I, I don't think <laughs> he, he doesn't run that far in a game. What makes you think he's going to run 40 yards in, at the combine? <laughs> uh, this 4.61 for Kelvin Benjamin was slower than the top time of four outside linebackers in Indianapolis oh my. back then. Tom, look up the worst of all time. The slowest forty-yard dash time in four seven eight in combine history. <laughs> well, no, you get offensive linemen to run fives, and you remember that guy, the offensive lineman that could run it in four flat. Four flat. He That's was, insane. He was huge. Uh, I think the fastest one's a four two two. Maybe it was. I don't remember who he was. He was like six something. He was enormous. The slowest pounds. Uh, time. In 40-yard dash history at the combine. Go back down to one, Tom. What are you doing? You had it. Was Isaiah Thompson six seconds? Damn. God. Yeah. Like, why even go? Why even run it? You don't have to. Just walk at that point. Isaiah Thomas. Does he play for anybody now? His name sounds familiar. Isaiah Thompson. Isaiah Thomas is a guard for the Denver Nuggets. yeah. I know shit. Or you're talking about the other Isaiah Thomas, who was a who was a Piston? forward for the Pistons. Not guard, but he was a guard for the Pistons. That guy was the bad the one, right? The yeah. one that used yeah. to beat people up. Yeah, he was part of the bad boy Pistons. Yeah. yeah. You might also know him for his other. Uh, he was actually in a sex ring too for the New York Knicks, wasn't he? Oh, re- I didn't know that. I know yeah. he was the coach of the New York Knicks, and that was the, garbage. The, the, the GM, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and you know what's the best part? Why the Knicks After got such that? a bad history with this, John? I don't know, but even after the scandal, they made him the coach of the WNBA affiliate for the New York Liberty. Yeah, that's awesome. So, go next. (laughs) Go, good job, Dolan. Uh, Other notes from the combine: we got freak wide receiver from Mississippi, DK Metcalf. Have you seen this guy? No. He's one point six percent. He has one point six percent body fat. Okay, that Uh, sounds unhealthy. He's six three, two twenty eight. His wingspan is thirty four. Oh, his his arm length is thirty four and seven eight inches, and his hand size is nine and seven eight inches. That's big. That's he's a big guy. He bench pressed. Uh, he had twenty seven reps today at the combine. He's a freak of nature. He does not look like a wide receiver. He looks what looks like kind of what Miles. Oh Garrett yeah, like. I did see that guy. Yeah, he looks like a fully guy. grown man. He's like eighteen. That guy's ridiculous. Well, he's twenty. Twenty. Okay, same difference. He's huge. Yeah, he's I mean, got a buddy. Yeah, there he is. 
Him and his buddy are both ridiculously ripped. Yeah, that's that's not wide receiver size right there. No, that's that's stupid big. Also, let's look at Justice Hill, who was the fastest running back in the class for the combine, and running a four four forty. And uh, he also had a broad jump of 130 inches, which set a uh, which was tied for the longest, and a vertical jump of 40 inches and 21 uh, reps on the bench press. That's impressive for a running back. Yeah. To have that kind of vertical leap and that kind of broad jump, that's one of those athletes. It's it's not. It's kind of like what Tariq Cohen put yeah. up. You see a team spending for being a five first ten that? too. You see a team maybe spending a first on no, that. No, I don't think Justice Hill's first round talent. Tariq, Hill, Tariq Cohen was a first round talent. Yeah. Tariq Cohen ran a four four two forty yard dash, so pretty close mm-hmm. there. Also, one more point from the combine today. Alex Barnes, running back from Kansas State, had 34 reps on the bench press, and that led running backs today. Uh, now, now, Murray's not working out in the combine, right? He said that he's not going to be doing he's any of the drills. He's not throwing or running, right? Yeah. I think he's going to do the leap. The, how, do they do vertical leaps for quarterbacks? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I, don't, do, I, don't, I don't know what Kyler Murray's going to do. Uh, I don't... I might have just this he might have just gotten measurements. I think yeah. He doesn't need to. He, at this sure point, they think it can only hurt him. Yeah, so that's really why he's can. not doing it. And he's, he's probably going to throw it his pro day anyway. Mm-hmm. So he definitely put on. You know, you saw how he weighed in at like what was it, two oh seven, two oh something Did like that. Did he weigh in? The, he's stout. He's got yeah. big legs, man. He's got, he's got a baseball player's body. From all I've heard, is he like put on extra water weight just for the combine? You know, so he, so he would like weigh above what he was measured in at uh, Oklahoma. Just, you know, so people would... Take him a little more seriously. Yeah, a little bit more seriously, you know, not worry about him being as undersized This is courtesy... He's going to make stupid money, but now the question I feel like falls back on, is he going to look at what's going on in the MLB right now and decide again? He already responded that there are quarterbacks making more than Bryce Harper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and on a yearly basis, there are. Yeah. Okay. This is courtesy of Ian Rappaport. Uh, The Oklahoma quarterback Kyler Murray told scouts and personnel people of several NFL teams, that he doesn't plan to throw at the combine. Uh, they caution Murray uh, is a com- is a competitor who could throw after seeing everyone else do it, but as of last night, Murray's plan has not changed to well, throw at the combine. I don't think that he needs to. Yeah, I honestly think he's shown what he needs to show in his college season. I mean, that bowl game he played was ridiculous. And, you know, he, he's basically proven that he's – a good, a good quarterback, a quality quarterback. Dwayne Haskins will throw at the combine to quote prove he is the best quarterback in this class. <laughs> he met with the Giants tonight. He did. Uh, he wants to. He has not been shy about saying where he wants to play. He wants yeah. to play for the New York Giants. Being from New Jersey, growing yeah. up. Murray, I, mean, I feel like that. Murray be a good said fit. that too. That's why I'd I've, I've lo- love to see him in a Giants uniform. Murray I think he, he, can, he, he has the potential the to be a real good quarterback. Yeah. He, he said he wouldn't. He would love to play in New York because him, Odell, and Saquon could be dangerous. That would be but insane. But any decent quarterback, Saquon and Odell, would be dangerous. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I feel like I've I've heard a lot of talk recently about how why are you going to play Eli next year? There's no point. You know, I see a point. Why not let him go out on the same team that he started with? Yeah. Why not give him this little farewell tour? Yeah. Like, what's the problem with that? And, and hell. It, he can if you put an, enough of an offensive line around him, he might do something. He, they might finish with a winning record. He's good. You did. Hear I could they... see him still going to the playoffs and playing. Yeah. Well, I I don't think they that... want to do what Alex Smith and Kansas City did with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the Kansas City and have him method. sit a full year behind Eli Manning yeah. the same way Patrick Mahomes did. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But at the same time, Eli's already said he doesn't want to teach anybody. 
Like he doesn't want to be a teacher. He He's, just wants to. Well, be I don't a think Alex Smith player. really taught either. I think it was Alex Smith just uh, studied. You know, good yeah. habits. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes studied behind Alex Smith. I don't think there was much teaching going on yeah. from him. I mean, I could see that being good for whoever they pick up because you're going to get a new quarterback, and you don't want him coming in fresh-legged and then not seeing what it's like. Because if you can have him sit on the sideline and watch the game and understand, okay, this is how fast-paced it is. This is how quickly the defense is going to crush my pocket. You know, this is what I need to do. I need to move left, need to move right. Give him some time to practice with the team, get to know the team, get to know the area better. Like, obviously, if you draft someone from New Jersey, they're going to know the area. They're going to yeah, know the No, team. finding out where to stay won't be that much of a problem for him. At all. No, he'll probably just stay home. But, yeah. Like... Because he grew up, like, I think 20 minutes away from the stadium. Yeah, he's so. he's right down the road. So, it's really not a big deal. Like, if you can... If he gets... If uh, Haskins gets in and he gets into the Giants mm-hmm. like he wants to, it, I feel like that'd be a good move. Play Eli for this year. Tell you that, listen, this is your last year. Like, after this, we're going to need to put the kid in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're not performing the way you used to perform. You got us two Super Bowls. Thank you. We're going to give you this year. But it's time to move on. Yeah. We're going to give think you this if, year. I think, any, I think Eli will end up retiring after this season. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's the, the right way to do it. Yeah. Like, you're obviously not going to... Even if you go to the playoffs this season, Eli's not a bad quarterback. If you have a good enough team to go to the playoffs, go to the playoffs with Eli. Let him, you know, give his last hurrah. Let him do what he can. Let him do his little farewell tour here. And then then just ride him off into the sunset. Give your rookie reps when it's garbage time or whatever. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with that? Or even if the season's – even if you're, like, clinched a playoff spot in week 17, Mm -hmm. have him play then. Exactly. Patrick Mahomes. Exactly, yeah. Which uh, Giants clinching a playoff spot by week 17 is a little iffy. Giants confirm going nine and seven. Right. <laughs> I just I think that all this talk about these people who don't think Eli should play and don't think Eli deserves it. Eli deserves it. He's done enough for this team that he deserves to get this last. Yeah, he does. Season. He deserves the send off from. We the wouldn't Giants. have won those two Super Bowls same, if it wasn't for Sims him. Sims didn't get the send off when he left the Giants. He was just cut. Exactly. He didn't get the send off. And I don't think that's right. I think you need to let your your player finished his year, finished his career on the team that he basically started with. Granted, he wasn't drafted by him, but he played from his rookie year all the way to now on the. And Giants. He was only a San Diego Charger for like six minutes. Yeah, it really wasn't long. So I don't, I don't see a problem with letting him get his little last, you know, the, give the me this off. season. Yeah, and, and every game could be a nice, you know. Heartfelt goodbye to Eli. There are going to be fans that are there that won't see him ever again. And if only McAdoo didn't ruin his streak. Yeah. You know, his yeah. Streak. I wish that streak was still going, but we had to see Geno Smith that one day against the Raiders. Oh, so. my God. Geno Smith. He was a terrible quarterback. He still is terrible. I believe he backs up San Diego now. Is that right, Tom? Geno Smith? McAdoo yeah, is still a horrible wait, coach. Is that like an so. athlete? Or good like, offensive coordinator. Oh, the bad Chargers. head coach. Bad head coach. Just horrible. So let's move to the AF. Uh, some little little news here surrounding the AF. Johnny Manziel was recently cut by his CFL team, He'll probably and uh, the he will be trying out for some AF teams, and they're still pondering Arizona, some decisions regarding him. Also, the AF is expanding. Yeah? They announced yeah. eight cities that are finalists for expansion. They are really? only picking four. Oh, Out of the it. eight cities they announced, we talked about six of them on this show. Let's That's go. Great. Let's go. These cities are as follows. Here. Here. We got Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. We got Columbus, Ohio. 
Okay. We got Dayton, Ohio. Okay. We got Des Moines, Iowa, Louisville, Kentucky, Oklahoma City, Portland, and Omaha. No New York team? No. Now, out of those four, here's what I see to be the biggest. Columbus. Columbus, one of them. Oklahoma. And once you have Columbus, you take out Dayton. Yeah, obviously. Columbus, Portland, Louisville. Iowa. I was going to say Oklahoma City. Yeah. Were you? Okay, see? Yeah. yeah, okay. So they're they're gonna have a they're gonna have a decision to make there, but I feel like Iowa is a good spot because, like like I was saying a couple episodes ago, when I was yeah. saying about the Midwest, like Iowa, especially Iowa, Illinois, they they don't have teams. But you could do Omaha too. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same region. Yeah, there, they're right, right around next to each other. Yeah, but like they don't have a team they can root for that's close by, and I feel like that's not. I mean, well, I shouldn't say not they fair. They got Chicago. Chicago's not that far yeah. from Iowa. Yeah, but it's far farther away than really anything from Nebraska. I mean, they got Kansas City, but exactly. But like that's it's still it's a good distance yeah. that you're going, and like who do you root for at that point when you're there? Like now you're gonna get stuck between like, like I feel like a lot of those states in the middle of the country are kind of just lumped into the Broncos. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and that's the Bronco. I think there's a split there once you get to what's that state? Wyoming. Yeah, and. Oh no, Colorado's right there too. I feel like Kansas leads more Kansas City. Nebraska can be split between. Nebraska leans more Denver, and Iowa leans more uh, Chicago. Right, but that's not fair to those those states because they're they want a team, and there's a lot of states in the middle of the country that just don't have a team because a lot of that is farmland, and a lot of that is unpopulated. Yeah, not that much. Not that I, large of a population. I understand that, but if they put a team in. And they draw a crowd. I think it'll open the NFL's eyes up and go, "Oh shit! Look, these you know Midwest s- states want teams. They yeah. want football. Because in these in these states, the biggest thing is high school football and college and football. college. And Nebraska's college. huge. Oh, they love yeah. Corn so like, uh, if you see that they love football, but they don't have a team to root for, they yeah, they like... they fall to whatever football they have. So you put a team in where a place is hungry for a football team, they're gonna gravitate towards it. Just like we see with uh, Alabama, the Iron are getting good good draws for crowds, right? They're getting yeah, decent enough. Yeah. yeah. You see how much Texas loves football? Look at the Commanders, their audience. San yeah, Antonio. San Antonio yeah. is sold out. Really. They're getting good. They're getting good. Uh, uh, San Diego is getting a lot, right? But they've yeah, yeah. yeah. They're playing in the old Chargers stadium. That's spite Qualcomm. for the Chargers, I think, too. I don't a think it's just is. spite. I think it's also that they're pissed that they lost the football team, so yeah. they want to go see the only football team out of the game. Well, let's yeah. pick some AAF scores for this week. Uh, okay. Let's take a wrap of last week. I had the worst week. I went 1-3. <laughs> John went 3-1. and one, Trish went 3-1. and one, Kyle went 3-1. and one, Zach went 4-0. and oh, The only person to take Salt Lake over Arizona. And Tom also went 3-1. and one. The standings currently says this. The tiebreaker being scores guessed correctly, which nobody has any yet. John is nine and three. Trish is nine and three. Tom is nine and three. Zach is nine and three. You guys are all tied for first. Ah. Kyle fifth at eight and four, and I'm in sixth at six and six. <laughs> you suck. So let's pick games for this week. Uh, we had Kyle and Zach text in their picks as usual since they are not here. Let me just pull those up for us as we keep going. And we got the first game of the week, which is the San Diego Fleet into Memphis to take on the Express. Uh, Trish, who do you have and what score? I mean, the Express are due. Okay. They're due for a win. And I kind of want to give it to them at home, but at the same time, I've seen them suck. Okay. 
So I don't know if Memphis wins it's going to be by a very small margin. And I saw some life in them last week. Mm-hmm. They were doing well. And they got shut down. If they can do well and hold it, I Which think is Memphis. A big if. Yeah, I, and they are benching. Um, their quarterback, right? Yeah, Christian Madden, Hackenberg. And, they're and now Madden their the quarterback is Zach Mettenberger, former Titans. Mettenberger's better. Yeah, he is. He's got, a, he's got an arm. Man. Yeah, so I want to give it to Memphis. I'm going to give it to Memphis this you week. Give it to Memphis? You got a score? Yeah. I think it's going to be like. Oh, this just came from ESPN. Three teams are interested in Antonio Brown. The Raiders, Redskins, and Titans are the most likely landing spots for Antonio Brown at this time, courtesy of Adam Schefter. Wow. All right, so... You're taking Memphis, and what's the score? Memphis, I'm going to take it 30 to 32. 32 to 30, Memphis. Yeah, Dang. I don't know why I said it that way. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate when you do that. <laughs> Sean? Memphis is going against two again? San Diego. San Diego? Yeah. Now, you see, I want, like... Trish is kind of right. I have, like, a feeling like the Express are due... And if you saw when Medenberger came in, he scored a touchdown on his first drive and then on his third drive. Yeah, he did in. have a solid game at coming in relief of uh, Hackenberg there. And what was the – do you have the score of last week's game against uh, – For the Memphis Express game? Yeah, it was 21-17 to 17 Orlando. So they did almost get the best close. for Orlando. And I close. believe they had a lead against yeah, Orlando. Yeah, they did. They were point. winning. That's what I'm but, saying. They, they had it, and then it slipped through their fingers. So I think that – you know they're they're due, mm-hmm. but the fleet did just, uh, just blow at the commanders right thirty one to like eleven. Yeah, that, that? I don't believe that game was that close last week. The San Diego fleet beat the commanders thirty one to eleven. Yeah, <sighs> I'm. It's gonna bite me in the ass, but I'm taking San Diego. So yeah. you're taking San Diego? Yeah, I'm gonna give it. Give me uh, twenty seven to twenty four. 27 to 24 in favor of the fleet. 27 24 is what you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom, who are you taking and why? I'll take Memphis because I think Zettenberger is really good. It's going to be 23 17 Memphis. Mettenberger? Yeah. You said Zettenberger. <laughs> Same person. You're thinking of that restaurant. Zenberger? Yeah. I can oh, go for that wow. right now. No, but look at Tom. Done. He nodded. That's what he said. Tom, what's the score going to be? 23 17. So Memphis, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Memphis on the shoulder of Zach Mettenberger, and I'm taking them 26 to 18. Did anybody go for the other? Yeah, Zach, other than, other Zach than, Kyle, uh, and John picked San Diego. So we got an even split oh, there for the first game. Wow. Uh-oh. That's like the first time ever. And then the second game of the week, we got Orlando into Salt Lake to take on the Stallions. Salt Lake coming off a huge win over Arizona. Last week, the score of that game was 23-15. Uh, Kyle has taken Orlando to win 34-14, and Zach has taken Orlando to win 19-8. Uh, Trish, who do you got and by what score? Yeah, I'm going with Orlando as well. They're they're hot. They're doing really well right now. In they the are league. 3-0, and yes. They're, they're a good team. Like, you can't deny that. They're, they're, they got a good coach. Uh Good all-around football team there. And yeah, and they seem to have distanced them and the Iron have really seemed to have distanced themselves from the group here at the beginning of the season, going into Week Four. Mm-hmm. So you're taking Orlando? Yeah, I'm gonna take Orlando. I feel like Arizona's done a good job of well, doing well. They just Arizona. lost, they the, lost their, their starting quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, it's a shame, but I still think they can pull through with the way the team is set up. So what's the score of the Orlando game gonna be, Trish? <sighs> I think that the score is going to be thirty-six. Yes. 
No, 38. Okay. To 36. Yeah. 38 to 36, the Apollos. John, who do you got and by what yeah, score? Apollos are my team, so that's always going to go with them. But, yeah, no, I just generally like them more. Uh, the Apollos have been clicking, really. And so, so I'm going to take Orlando. them okay, what's 30, the 33 to 21. 33 to 21 in favor of the Apollos. Uh, Tom, who are you taking and by what score? I got Orlando, 30 to 18. 30 to 18? Okay, so almost a sweep here for Orlando. Almost. Oh, almost. Man. Oh, no. You going to go the other way? The game's in Salt Lake. Salt Lake juiced after a big win against Arizona last week, but I do not believe that they have the firepower. So I am taking Orlando. Bet the house on by the score Salt Lake. of 44 to 26. Oof. Another update here from Bleach Report. Antonio Brown has yet again called out Big Ben. This is a quote from Antonio Brown. Bruh, you threw this shit to the D-line. How the fuck I'ma run this damn route? Give me a better ball. That's a quote from Antonio Brown. So then the third game, Sunday, 4 o'clock, San Antonio into Birmingham to take on the Iron, the undefeated Birmingham Iron, coming off another strong performance from Trent Richardson, who had three touchdowns last week. Kyle took Birmingham 24-10. Zach took Birmingham 29-22. Trish, I'm guessing you're taking the Iron. Yeah, I'm going to take the Iron. And what's the score going to be? They're in Alabama, right? They are in Birmingham, Alabama, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to give them... Legion Field in Birmingham. I'm going to give them a big score. 40... Wow. To 29. 40 to 29. Iron John? Are they going against two again? San Antonio. San Antonio. I mean, yeah, their quarterback's kind of inconsistent. They need Johnny Manziel really quick. So uh, hey, Arizona needs San Antonio has first rights at Johnny Manziel, too. They do, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, yeah, they own his rights. Yeah, they? they drafted him, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. First off, for now, yeah, I'll give it to Birmingham. But Unless yeah, Manziel makes some kind of appearance between here and Sunday. So yeah, Birmingham? I'll, yeah, I'll give it a 20, 28 to 15. 28 to 15. Tom, who are you taking and what's the score going to be? I got uh, Birmingham 21-15. Birmingham 21 to 15 for Tom. And I'm also taking the iron, uh, which you know what that means, but the house on That's San Antonio. That's two teams that are unanimous between everybody. And I'm taking Birmingham. uh, Another big game from Trent Richardson. I'm taking them 26-8. to So this week could either be really good for everybody or really bad. Yeah. Another monster 10-yard game for Trent Richardson. Three touchdowns, dude. He's a horse. He's a big goal linebacker, and I think any NFL team would love to have him there. The last game of the week... Sunday night, primetime, NFL Network. The Atlanta Legends go into the Dave Wolf, go into Arizona to take on the Dave Walfordless Arizona Hotshots. That's eight o'clock on Sunday. Uh, Zach has taken Arizona to win nineteen sixteen. Kyle has taken the upset Atlanta to win fourteen thirteen. Trish, who do you got? Arizona's gonna wipe the floor with these fools. Score? It's gonna be like thirty two to like sixteen. Thirty two to sixteen, John? Yeah, I'm gonna say uh Close game, gonna take. Yeah, not Atlanta. Yeah, not Atlanta's trash. I don't know why anyone would take them. So yeah, final score is gonna be seventeen to thirteen. It's because Tony's a fan of Atlanta. What was the score? Seventeen to thirteen. Who? Not Atlanta. Okay, so Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not Atlanta. Uh, Tom, who are you taking? What's the score gonna be? Arizona eighteen to fifteen. 
Arizona 18 to 15 says Tom and man I've picked Atlanta every goddamn week. You said 18-15, right? Michael Vick is not even the OC anymore. Oh, what do you man. have faith in? Uh, is Matt Sims still starting, Tom? I think so. Yeah, okay. I can't pick a Matt Sims led team now. I'm taking Arizona. Uh, Matt Sims had a great first half last week and then had a shitty second half. So I'm taking Arizona. So basically it's all coming down to that first game. So either, like... You mean first half? No, I'm saying that first game. Like with, with everybody, everybody's picked the same team. Yeah, we're all split. Other yeah. than Kyle. Kyle picked Atlanta for yeah. this game. I'm taking Arizona. I think Atlanta's going to be, the, actually have the lead at halftime. Yeah. But I'm taking Arizona 28 to... Uh, 13. Okay. Seems like a good score for that. Uh, Tom, you got your power rankings ready? Let's just tell tell me the power rankings after week three. Uh, in first, we got the Orlando Apollos. Second, Birmingham Iron. Third, Arizona Hotshots. Fourth, San Diego Fleet. Fifth, San Antonio Commanders. Sixth, Salt Lake Stallions. Seventh, Memphis Express. And eighth, Atlanta Legends. So the Iron and Arizona switched the second and third spot. Uh, um. Birmingham now has the second spot in the power rankings. Orlando still the consensus number one. If you can say consensus, it's really just Tom. But and me. So we're going to move toward the end of this episode, really, and I want to talk about one thing real quick. Uh, the AAF, their successful use of a Sky Judge, now has the NFL looking into implementing a Sky Judge. So That's awesome. Like That's we said... It's yeah. It's it's the if anything was going to be taken from the AAF and given to the NFL, I'd want it to be that. Yeah. Because just, it's just more so chance getting right. Yeah. Yeah. It cuts the chance of human error down by I think a good margin. Like anything that you can do to help uh, prevent that same that play error. we saw that, yeah, that's, that, in that, the same game, game from ever happening again, do it because that judge can call a penalty yeah. at any time. They can review a play right there. And then if they can't decide, then they can go up the ladder to, you know, the the whole other group of refs and wherever the hell they Before the we get to our hot takes at the end of the episode, I just want to bring up one thing that has nothing to do with sports. Um, have any of you seen the petition going around to sell Montana to Canada for $1 trillion? Not a bad idea. <laughs> Trish is in favor. John, are you in favor? <laughs> one tr- uh, one trillion dollars? $1 trillion. I mean, it's just Montana. I mean, yes, that people in Montana are actually down for this. What? Yeah, doesn't exist. Just sell them, John. I'm, no, I'm just wondering, like, how does this work? Like, you say, hey, Canada, you want to buy Montana? They go, yep. Okay, here's does, Montana. Does Canada just have a trillion sitting around like that? Like, yeah. To buy? Wait a minute, like, do a they? <laughs> Why not? We got it. Like, it'll lower the national debt by a whole trillion, which means we'll only be like 14 trillion in debt. 22. Oh, we're at 23 right now. We're at 23 now. Yeah. Man. We're doing I so think we're at bad. 23 right now. I'll just make sure of that unless oh, I saw. No. I feel like. <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, the clock? Yeah, isn't it in New York? It's in New York City. Yeah. We can't Have just... you ever seen that clock? John? The U.S. National yeah. Debt Clock. It's the U.S. National Debt Clock. It's we're, a cur- huge we're currently clock. in 22 trillion dollars of debt. Jesus Christ! So that would really. 21. Knock it down a bit. We can't give up Montana just because I feel. Yeah, they can... might get an AF team someday. No, not someday. Soon. You can't have forty-nine states, man. You no, then you gotta you need even fifty, 50. somewhere. Yeah. No, then you had poor. Uh, We're not gonna have Puerto, yeah, Puerto Rico ain't becoming a state anytime Why not? soon. Why'd you say not Puerto Rico? Like it wasn't gonna You'd be Puerto Rico. Gonna, this is different You'd rather have Puerto Rico than no, Montana? No. That's what I'm asking you. You'd rather have Puerto Rico than Montana? Honestly. What if we sell them Montana and then just invade Canada and take the whole country? What if we give them Puerto Rico instead? So now we got their money. 
and we and have Montana the whole, and the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, if we could take over Canada, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're going to accidentally invade Canada and just take it. Have you heard? Hold on. Now, I found out about this the other day. It's not to do with sports at all. Again, apparently Sweden, no, Switzerland, has invaded Liechtenstein by accident. How did he do that? On separate occasions over history, like six times. So here's, here's how it breaks down over history. The first time they did it, they accidentally fired missiles into Liechtenstein. It was it, the missiles got off coordinates. Okay, tell me about how they accidentally invaded them. Then another time, an army was walking through the woods at night, and walking the and they went to the wrong way. And then it took someone, not a commander, but someone under them, to go, "Hey, I think we've been walking in the wrong direction for about two kilometers. We're accidentally invading Liechtenstein." So then they turned around and walked out. Another time, <laughs> they sent their army to go fight. Uh, Somebody during World War II and they accidentally ended up in Liechtenstein. And Liechtenstein, every time, has just been like, ah, oh, no, nah, we're good. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about okay. it. <laughs> it's like that whole dispute Denmark and Canada have over that one island by Greenland. Yeah. Every few years or so, they go uh, either Denmark, I believe it's Denmark, I think it's Denmark, either Denmark or Canada will send a little army unit yeah. to take down their flag over the flagpole. Yeah. And I think the Canadians leave Canadian whiskey next to the flagpole <laughs> and I forget what the Norwegian it's Hans Island it's just a little fucking rock it literally means nothing and they just go around take down the flag and then every few, few months they send another force go take put, put the other flag that's funny yeah so we're gonna end this episode after this little political discussion we had about selling Montana to Canada and Liechtenstein and Liechtenstein don't and, forget about Liechtenstein and how, how cool they are everybody else does so <laughs> never forget Liechtenstein I think that's where Dinah Zubers is from Former New Jersey Devil. It's Tom, very Tom, tiny. Where's Donna Zubas from? At the very. <laughs> it's a very tiny country. Yeah. yeah. No, that's why they keep invading it by accident. It's so small. Just search it. Just and search it's not like Dinah they can Zubers. do anything. <laughs> Dinah Zubrish is from Liechtenstein. There it is. They get invaded and they're just like, ah, it's okay. It's yeah, they're all So we're gonna end. Members. We're gonna end every episode like we do with some hot takes. Who wants to go first? Because I got one. Trent Richardson runs for another three touchdowns this weekend. Damn. Anybody else got one? I got. Go ahead, John. I actually got two. So, first of all, only way I see this Montana deal going through, they need that AAF deal. They need that AAF. Right, the Canada's going to get an AAF team just by acquiring Montana. No, that's the only way they get the deal to go through. And my second one, Trey Young should be considered a dark horse for rookie of the year. It's going to be Doncic. I know, I know, but that's why I'm... I, I think he at least deserves to be a runner-up. It shouldn't be like well, yeah, he's unanimous... Gonna be, he's going to be a runner-up, but... Fuck you, Trish, by the fuck way. Fuck you, John. Oh, oh hostility. <laughs> Trish, when are we running your 40 time? What, what? When are we going to do your 40 time? We're not. Yeah, we got to do My this. My 40's going to be like... Think really you're sad. faster than Kyle? No. I wonder if he's faster than Brady. Think you're faster than Zach? I'm going to say I'm not faster than anybody. You don't think you're faster than Zach? Show? I don't think Zach's that fast. I'm not that fast either. Have you seen me run? I've seen you run in very small distances. We had that little race that one time. Yeah, we did, and you won. Yeah. But not by much. No. I want that to be known. I almost beat you. Yeah. And that was like 15 pounds lighter then. I had you by that much. Yeah. So we should have... Do you have a hot take? Yeah, why not? Okay. All right, my hot take is Bryce Harper's going to play like five years and then just retire. Okay. I'm sure these fans will be crying. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say Johnny five Johnny Manziel's games. playing in the AAF next year on the, on an expansion team. I, I think, think he's playing think next week. <laughs> I, like, yeah. Come on, two weeks. Come on. Max. Tom, you think they'll let him be out of work for that long? All right, well, like... I think he plays in the AAF and then goes to the NFL. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, Jason Witten's back in the NFL. How about it? 
So the Peyton Manning is going to be the next Monday Night Football broadcaster. Uh, like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Share us. Listen to us on SoundCloud, I, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. John's a little bitch. <laughs> we'll see you on Tuesday. Enjoy the weekend of the AF and the whole weekend of sports. <laughs>